Hello, you are listening to More to the Story, a podcast for those who enjoy diving deeper into the Bible. I am your host, James Jones. Welcome. Thank you again for joining us this week for another episode of More to the Story. I'm excited to be able to spend some time with you today. I also want to start by saying thank you again to everybody who has subscribed, liked, downloaded, or rated um, on whatever platform you use. That is a blessing not only to me but to others. It helps others see the content. So if you haven't done that, please do that, and let's try to grow uh, this podcast and grow our following and, and see if we can't grow our family here and, and bless others with this content. I'm excited about what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, there's this scripture in the book of Genesis, and it says this. It's speaking of Adam and Eve, and it says, And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Ain't that amazing? That is amazing to me, that that was something that they were familiar with, that they heard him walking in the cool of the day. And so I have something interesting that I want to talk about today, and so join with me as we kind of discuss what I feel the Lord has laid on my heart for this week's episode. And and so let's, let's jump right in. In the beginning, God created... That is how the Bible starts. The first verse of the Bible, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And so the Bible starts with the story of creation. God creates the expansive universe and and he creates this amazingly unique planet. And and God creates an even more unique list of four-footed mammals and feathered fowls and and even animals that could and would only live underneath the water. And then God creates man. But he does so differently. Man he creates in his own image to be like him. He then says this after creating man in Genesis 1.27. He says, the Bible says, So God created man... In his own image, in the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of all the earth. And every tree with seed in its fruit, you shall have them for food. And to every beast of the earth and to every bird of the heavens and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food and it was salt. So, and and, and God saw everything that he made and behold, it was good. And the evening and the morning was uh, the sixth day. And so God says that, Man shall have dominion over the beast of the earth, the fish of the sea, and the birds of heaven, 
and every green plant has been given to us for food. And, and, and here's the crux here. The earth was not created for God. The earth was created for man. And man wasn't created for the earth, but man was created for heaven. Let me explain. The animal kingdom was made for the earth. Animals were created in a way that they can survive and thrive on the earth. But man was created in such a way where he can exist on earth for a time, but he will be looking and searching for something more. You see, because God created man with heaven in mind. And so in the beginning of time, God created all living and non-living things, and they all existed together in perfect harmony, living, moving, existing in the pre-fallen and perfect state. Everything lived and moved in the exact way it was designed to. There was no death. There was no killing, no disease, no sickness, There was no prey or predator. It was a perfect place that had not yet been defiled by sin. And so in the beginning, all of creation existed in perfect harmony just as it was created to do so. So so the lion, the king of the jungle, was lifting its head into the air and letting out a deep and bone-chilling roar because God created it to do so. Squirrels were jumping from tree to tree because God created them to do so. Everything was operating in God's original design. Let me, let's me let go a little further. The bar-headed goose, it is known to be one of the highest flying birds in the world. It flies over the peaks of the Himalayas and can even reach heights greater than Mount Everest itself. You see, the bar-headed geese have a higher lung capacity than other birds, allowing them to breathe easily at such a high altitude. And, and they have an increased number of red blood cells that increases the cardiac output output during those high altitude flights. And, and so all of this together allows the bar-headed goose to fly at 29,000 feet. So this particular goose, the bar-headed goose, flies at 29,000 feet because God created it to do so. The common crane is believed to be the second highest flying bird. It is it is known for its long-distance migration where the cranes will form a massive V in the air and travel across the world. And they fly in that pattern because God created them to do so. And, and, and beneath the water, the blue whale growing to lengths around 100 foot long weighing up to 300,000 pounds, the, the noise it makes is the most amazing thing about it because the whale call that comes from the blue whale is believed to be one of the loudest, clocking in at almost 200 decibels. That is louder than a jet engine and loud enough 
to blow your eardrums if you are too close. And, and so the blue whale dominates as the biggest and loudest because God created it to be just that. Thousands of other fish who all look different and swim different, they do so because God created them to do so. But man is another story. In the beginning, when animals were existing how they were created to exist, man was living exactly how he was created to live. And man wasn't roaring like a lion. Man wasn't flying like a bird. And man wasn't swimming like a fish. But the Bible tells us that man was walking with God in the cool of the day. The Bible says that Adam and Eve heard God walking in the cool of the day, calling out their name. One translation says that in the cool afternoon breeze, they heard God's presence walking. And so while animals were doing their thing, man was doing his Okay, And so while animals were existing how they were supposed to exist, man was existing as he was supposed to exist. And man's thing was walking and talking with God. And so while the squirrels were playing in the trees, man was spending time with God. And while the bar-headed goose was flying high over the earth, man was walking with God. And while the blue whale was emitting its loud call, man was having conversations with God. They were just talking and walking together. And man was doing that because God created him for that purpose. Mammals were created for the earth. Birds were created for the sky. Fish were created for the seas. But man, he was created for God. Man was created because God wanted someone he could talk to. Man was created because God wanted someone he could be close to. God created humanity because God wanted somebody to love. And here we are thousands of years later, and we have forgotten what we were originally created for. And we now spend all of our time pursuing education and, and career opportunities and, and money and a good time. And no longer do we stop and think, hey, what is my God-given purpose or reason to be here? I'm not here to make money. I'm not here to beef up my resume. But I am alive today because God wants to walk with me and God wants to talk with me. You see, we are created for God. We are created for heaven. We were not created to just live and die on earth but we were created to spend eternity walking with God. Prayer and talking to God is what we are called to do. So God's presence today in the 21st century in 2021, God's presence is still moving and calling out our names, saying, James, come and walk with me. 
Joseph, come and walk with me. Jared, come and walk with me. Melissa, come and walk with me. Uh, Calling out our names, come and spend some time with me. Come and talk with me. But, But we have forgotten what and who we were originally created for. But God created man in his own image. And I know that some people will say that I'm taking that verse out of context, speaking of the instance where God was walking in the cool of the day because of what what had happened right before then. That was when Adam and Eve messed up. They sinned. They ate of the fruit that they were not supposed to. And right after that, their eyes were open and they had the knowledge of good and evil. And the Bible says that right after that, then they heard God walking in the cool of the day calling out their names, looking for them. And so people will say that that, that was not something that God regularly regularly did, but I would challenge that and I would say that, that there is more evidence than just Adam and Eve to say that man's original purpose was to walk with God. Because for one, they immediately recognized the sound of God walking in the garden. They immediately knew that's God walking. That was something they were familiar with. It was a sound that they were familiar with, God walking and calling out their name. And to say that God would not walk with them or 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 show up and spend time with them until after they messed up, that God would only come to pass judgment, that does not fit the picture that is painted by the scriptures of my God. But but the Bible says that that Enoch walked with God and that he didn't die because God took him, because he walked with him, and that Noah walked with God. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they walked with God. Moses walked with God. Joshua walked with God. In the New Testament, the disciples, they walked with God because it is it is man's original purpose. It's why we were made. We were made to walk with God, to talk with him to have a relationship with him. The reason we exist today is because God wants us to walk with him and talk with him. This world and the enemy of our souls will try to convince us that we have no purpose in life and that because of bad choices and mistakes we've made and failures we've had, in regrets that cast dark shadows over our minds, we think that we really have no purpose and no value, but that is a lie. I don't want to tell somebody today. God handmade you with a purpose, and you are valuable to Him. You were not made to live in addiction, but you were made to live in freedom. You were not created to live in depression, but you were created to live in the joy of his spirit. God created you so you could walk with him. You were made to walk with God. You were made to be in a relationship with him. And so whenever the devil tries to put thoughts into your mind to tell you that you're not good enough, you have no purpose, you have no reason in life, you have no value in life, the devil is a liar and the father of all lies. God has a purpose for you, and it's not a small, insignificant purpose, but it is the highest purpose on the planet, and that is to be in relationship with God. You see, the Bible says that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. 
So whenever we pursue righteousness, we pursue God, we want to walk and talk with him, we want to spend time with him, God orders our steps. God walks with us. He leads us. He guides us. In Psalms 1, 1 and 2 says this, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. Why? Because we're made to walk with God. Nor stands in the way of the sinners. Blessed is the man that does not stand with the, in the way of sinners. Why? Because we were made to stand with God. Blessed is the man that does not sit in the seat of the scornful or the scoffer or the critic. Why? Because we were made to sit with God. We were not made to walk with the wicked or walk or stand with the, in, in, in the way of sinners nor sit in the seat of wickedness or scoffers or the scornful. We were made to walk, to stand, and to sit with God. Because the second verse says this, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. That's what God has created you for. He created you for him. You were made with heaven in mind. You were made with God. You were made with with God-given purpose to live for him and to live with him and to spend time with him. This is what Paul says in Ephesians 2, but God being rich in mercy because of the great love which he loved with which he loved us even when we were dead in our trespasses he made us alive together with Christ by grace you have been saved and get this and he raised us up with him and seated us with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus The Bible says, Paul writes in the New Testament that Jesus, God, has raised us up with him, seated us with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Paul said, Jesus has raised me up to set together with him in heavenly places. And we need to understand the context because that that letter, that, 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 that book of the Bible was written by Paul when he was in prison chained to a wall, right, in this this dungeon, in this prison, behind bars, in this dark, damp place. As a prisoner, he writes and says, I'm sitting together with him in heavenly places. Because even in that terrible place, in that unfortunate circumstance he found himself in, Paul had a grasp and a grip on his intended purpose in life. And he said, no matter what's going on in my life, my purpose is to sit with Jesus in heavenly places. My purpose is to walk with him and to spend time with him. And whether whether life's good or life's bad, whether things are going great or things are, are down in the dumps and I find myself in prison, no matter where I am at, I want to be walking and talking with Jesus. That's our purpose, to spend time with God. We have no idea what is available for us 
if we will break away from our schedules every once in a while and answer God's call to come and spend time with him, that that presence of God that's walking in the cool of the day, calling out my name and calling out your name, come back to your original purpose. God is saying, I made you for me. I made you for heaven. I didn't make you to be addicted to alcohol or drugs or prescription pills. I I didn't make you to live in depression and fear and anxiety, but I made you to sit with me in heavenly places. Get a grip on your original purpose. You have a purpose. You have a value. Jesus Christ cares about you. He loves you. He made you for him. He made you for him. A dairy cow produces milk because that is what it was created to do. But when that cow stops producing milk, the farmer must look for another cow to produce milk, right? Because it's a dairy farmer. He's wanting milk to be made so he can sell it on the market. But if that cow stops producing what it was created to produce, he's going to have to look elsewhere to find some other cow that that has the ability to produce milk. And God forbid that he waits on me too long. And finally, after I am not producing, I'm not walking with him and talking with him, God forbid that he would look elsewhere for a relationship with with somebody else. God forget, forbid that he forgets about me because I have stopped being who I am supposed to be, that I am replaced because I am not willing to pray and, and, and like I'm supposed to and worship him and exalt him. We have a calling today, and that is God himself calling us. We have a calling to come closer to him to walk with God, to talk with God. It's to draw closer to God. I want to encourage somebody today. You have a purpose. You are not an accident. You you, you are not uh, lacking value or purpose in life, but Jesus made you on purpose. And since God made you on purpose, you need to live on purpose. You need to make sure you get a grip on the fact that no matter what comes my way, I know I'm a child of the King, that that I am a child of God. And no matter what the devil puts in my mind to try to make me feel like I'm nothing or a nobody, no matter how many times the devil brings up my past mistakes, my sins, the skeletons in my closet, my regrets and my shame, no matter what the devil tries to do to me, I I know that I'm a child of Jesus Christ, and he made me for him. I am God's own. I am bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. He is my everything, and so I'm going to give him my everything. I want to tell somebody today, you have a purpose to walk with God. Live in that purpose. Pursue that purpose. Wake up in the morning and spend time in prayer. Pray to the Lord before you go to bed at night. Walk with God. Talk with God. Read the Word. Get in the Bible and see what God has to say because He's calling your name. He is calling your name. Where are you at? I want to walk with you. I want to talk with you. Hey, hey, I'm I'm, I'm calling for you. Jesus is looking for you. 
I am reminded of John chapter 4 when Jesus is speaking to the, the lady at the well. And I say this in closing. Jesus is speaking to the lady at the well, and she has a, a situation in her life that, that from the outside looking in doesn't look very good. And, and Jesus asks her, um, where's your husband? And she says, I, I have no husband. And, and Jesus, being Jesus, says, I know that you don't I, because you've had this many, and the one that you're with now is not your own. I, I believe he said you've had uh, uh, six, and, 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 and the one you're with now is is not your own. And she says, well, I, um, I can tell that you're a prophet. And they have this conversation and Jesus basically tells her that everything you have been looking for, you can find in me. And then he tells her this in John chapter four, I believe it's like verse 23, but the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship at the Father in the Spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. God is looking. The presence of God is still looking for you in the cool of the day, searching for somebody that's willing to worship Him, willing to walk with Him, to put away the busyness of life and to take some time with God. Let Him give you value and purpose in life. Everybody you see, tell them, I'm a child of God. I live the way I live because I'm living for God. I talk the way I talk because I'm because I'm living for for God. I I am a child of God. You have a purpose. I have a purpose. And that purpose, that God-given purpose is to walk with Him, stand and sit with Him in heavenly places. This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. But my treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Thank you for joining us this week for this week's episode. Um, I've been I've I've enjoyed talking about this principle, this theme. I I, I want to walk with the Lord. And so I encourage you to do that, to live in your purpose, to get a grip on who you are in Christ, your identity in him. Let your steps be ordered by the Lord. I pray that you'll join us next week for next week's episode. Looking forward to spending some more time with you once again. Thank you for following, liking, subscribing, and rating. May God bless you. Thank you for listening. I encourage you to subscribe and leave a rating. Hope to see you again next week.